I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Welcome to Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman, and we're going to talk about saving lives today with AARUP Blood Services. And Jennifer Haycock, welcome to the program, Jennifer. Hi, Rebecca. It's great to be here. I'm super happy about this. Well, I'm really glad that we have the opportunity uh, to spend the next few minutes together talking about what we can do as a community to help AARUP Blood Services. We do talk about it on air, that you do provide much-needed life-saving blood to the hospitals along the Wasatch Front. So the one question I wanted to start with, Jennifer, is why is summer such an important time for people to donate blood or platelets to ARUP? Well, probably everybody's heard about the 100 deadliest days of summer. Typically, more traumas, more activity from people happen between those days from Memorial Weekend through Labor Day Weekend. And you've got a lot more activity going on, a lot of people out and about. And so we experience a lot more traumas during that time for people that need blood. And so those 100 days, that's just because people are four-wheeling or motorcycle riding or driving. Yes. They're just out and about, right? We've been kind of cooped in all winter. And it's, it's yeah. are, are we in the middle or towards the end of the 100 days? We're towards the end. And additionally, during the summer months, people plan their activities. They're doing their family things where they're busy with work, and so we typically get a lot less donations. And right now with the pandemic going on, that is also the situation. So it's kind of crucial at this point. Have you seen with the pandemic um, a nervousness or reluctance on people's parts to go and, and give, or how has it affected ARUP? We have. We've seen both sides of the spectrum where there's a reluctance, and then we have other people that really want to help because of it. So... Right now, it's kind of been a little bit tough, and I think it's because of the the heat and the social distancing and stuff. So we're, we're needing those donations right now, plus gearing up for the Labor Day weekend. Typically, Labor Day weekend has been a heavy blood usage weekend. Mm-hmm. It, that's, it's interesting for me to think about that, that when we plan these wonderful events that we're all going to be getting together or as a family going out, that in so doing, it raises our risk for trauma and accidents right. and then puts and more it, pressure on those emergency rooms and, and, and surgeons yeah. at the hospitals. Which hospitals in particular does ARUP Blood Services provide blood to? So the great thing about donating with ARUP is that these are Utah donors for Utah patients. So all of the blood donated through ARUP Blood Services stays here locally in Utah. It's None of it is shipped out of the state. And we service all of the University of um, University Health Facilities, University Healthcare Facilities, University of Utah, Huntsman Cancer Institute, Huntsman Cancer Hospital, and Shriners Hospital for Children. Okay, so I just think about how often I I've been treated. In fact, I have an appointment later today at Huntsman, and um, it's 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 one thing to be on the outside and donate blood. It's another thing to be on the flip side where you're in the hospital and you see that that blood is coming in to save lives. I can remember the effect of the blood transfusions on my mom when she was fighting advanced cancer. 
and she would be so pale, her pallor would be so concerning, and then she would get a blood transfusion that would literally give her body the strength it needed to continue and to go on. So I'll just say that from the Huntsman Cancer side. And of course, well, uh, you know, when we hear children, we think about Shriners Hospital for Children. And it used to be, and help me with this, Jennifer, um, is that when we donated blood to children, you needed donations to come in very quickly, right, for those children, like, and turn that blood around in a a short time frame. Is that right? Right. So when you're dealing with uh, infants, and younger children, and they're doing uh, heart transplants or surgeries like that, or typically they like the blood to be five days fresh. So they wouldn't take from an inventory of older blood. They would want the blood to be five days fresh. It is just better for the bodies of those little children. Right. Mm. Are there specific types of blood that you need more than others? Right now we're in need of all types. We There was a a big trauma of APOS, so we're we're needing a lot of APOS right now, but we're always in need of all types. You never know what's going to happen, and and the needs change on a daily basis based on patient needs. So it doesn't matter what type you are, you're our type. We need you. (laughs) So A positive, is there an A negative? There's an A negative as well, yes. So the the unique thing about the A negative is people with an RH negative factor can also donate to positive donors. Mm. So anybody with a negative that has a type that has an RH negative is, is a very important donor. Oh, they they become almost a universal donor. To certain types, yes. Okay. And then the general universal donor would be O negative, which can donate to any patient. So if you're hearing that, we need you, whether you're A positive, A negative, O positive, O negative. But if you are O negative, you're needed with a little star on, on top. What happens to the blood? So, for example, we present ourselves at ARUP Blood Services. First, let me start. There are two different blood donation locations. So let's talk about that. The first right. one is in Research Park. Where is that at, at now? Um, it's at 565 Comus Drive. It's right there in the Research Park area. You can get to it really easy off Chapita Way, and it's on the south entrance of the building. (laughs) It's it's our new center. That is one of the new centers that we built. We moved to that location, I think, two years ago or a year ago, and it's a really nice place. And I always think for those who are less familiar with Research Park and maybe even less familiar with how that part of Salt Lake City is, where you think about Utah's Hogel Zoo and this is the place, all of that is south of Research Park, but you're on your way. You're getting closer to it, right? Right. You can go straight up that same road, Sunnyside Avenue, as you're going to the zoo and then turn on Arapine Drive and it's right there. It's really easy to find. Mm -hmm. 565 Comas Drive. All right. And of course, you just put AARUP Blood Service in your GPS. Right. <laughs> it can help you with that research park location in case. But And, and you this, can always give us a call. Yes, yes, yes. And we you can, can direct you. Point, I think I did that the last time I needed to come find you when you were in a new building. The new, uh, or I should say new, but it's actually been there for a number of years now. The location in Sandy, what is the address for that? Because that just sits back from a frontage road off of I-15 and is so easy to get to as well. Super easy to get to because we're Real, you can take either the 106 South Exit or the 90th South Exit. We're on 9786 South, 500 West, or Sandy Parkway, and it's it's literally the first road as you get off the exit. So it's super easy to find. Mm-hmm. We're right by the big flag. Come on down here. <laughs> well, and let's talk about that because typically I have thought, all right, I should probably go online at utahblood.org and make an appointment. 
I know it's open seven days a week, but let's make sure that it's a good time uh, for you for me to come in. But is it, it are walk-ins always welcome, or is it specifically, I know you have a couple um, specific times right around the Labor Day weekend that we want to talk about as well. But do we need to, if we want to donate blood right now, today, tomorrow, should we go online first at utahblood.org? You can actually, if you wanted to walk in, or walk-ins are welcome. We do prefer that people make appointments right now because of the pandemic, mm-hmm. um, and it helps us with the spacing and makes the donation process a little more safe. We are open from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m., Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and Mondays and Fridays, 7.30 to 2.30, and Saturday and Sunday, 8 to 3. We are open seven days a week. There's only two days out of the year that we close, and that's Christmas and Thanksgiving. Mm. So because the need for blood never ends, so our doors stay open. All right. Those are the two locations. Let's talk about Labor Day weekend uh, because there are specific hours that are opening on September 4th, which is the Friday before, and that on Labor Day Monday as well. So what do you have plans for September 4th? September 4th, the hours will be uh, the the Monday and the Friday of the Labor Day weekend. It's going to be 7.30 to 2.30, and then the Saturday, Sunday is 8 to 3. We have some great promotions going on for that weekend because we really need the blood during the Labor Day weekend. Every every presenting donor will get a $10 gift card, your choice, either Jimmy John's or Panda Express. Mm -hmm. And in addition to that, you will get an extra 500 points that you can use to purchase things from our donor reward store. And we have an awesome reward store. And that's new for me. I didn't know about the donor reward store. Uh, So when I read about that, I thought that is great because I do know that there are people that are just so terrific that go and donate blood as soon, uh, you know, they're regular donors. And when they do that, they can actually now collect points. Is that right? Yes, and we have some awesome regular donors, and they use that reward store on a regular basis. <laughs> you, it's it's almost it's almost like getting paid for your donation because they can log on to their log on to the website and purchase. We have some really unique gifts on there, or you can purchase gift cards, which is the majority of what people do, and and you can just get a gift card that you can spend at your leisure whenever mm, you want. Isn't that so, wonderful? So, do people have a, a member number? An ARUP. They do. Okay. They do, and we're and we're here to assist them to get that going, and they can just log on and see their donation history and how many points they have and their blood type and anything else they want to you know see that pertains to their donation. For those who've joined us, this is Jennifer Haycock of ARUP Blood Services. Um, my blood pumps pretty fast, Jennifer, and so I've told people, you know, I can donate <laughs> blood in about 20 minutes. You know, I've done it before yeah, where I'm broadcasting live at a, you know, remote at ARUP, and in between my breaks, I said, let's do this. But in terms of our schedules, what is the average time for someone to plan going and donating blood with ARUP Blood Services? We like them to allow between 30 and 40 minutes. Typically, the actual donation itself will take about five minutes, but you go through an interview process. You know, you have to go through the questionnaire and then the donation, and then we like you to sit and have a snack and some juice and wait for about 10 minutes after the donation. So you can 
technically you could be in and out of here in 30 minutes, which is not a lot of time to spend in order to save a life. Right. It's it's really quite extraordinary. I've talked before about superheroes and everybody, you know, almost everyone loves those superhero movies. I'm, you know, Iron Man. I love to watch those as well. But a real life superhero, I mean, it, it's our opportunity to simply save a life by giving blood. Are there restrictions on who can give blood or how often we can give? How do we find out that information? There are restrictions. Um, We like you to be well and healthy, and there may be certain medications or medical conditions that you might have that could restrict you. If you have questions about your eligibility, you're more than welcome to give us a call, and we can answer those questions for you over the phone. We're at 801-584-5272. We also have a website that answers the basic eligibility questions for you, which is utahblood.org. And there's a lot of really good information on there as well. Mm, I, I I really appreciate that, too, because I know people, well, we've traveled less in 2020, right? Right. But I know that some <laughs> of the international travel had also impacted uh, the ability, uh, not all of it, but some of it. Uh, right. Us. And the good news mm-hmm. about that is the FDA has relaxed some of those travel guidelines which used to be a 12-month deferral is now only three months. So if you thought that you were ineligible before because of travel, you should try again because uh, the likelihood is that you're not at this time. Oh, that's wonderful news to hear. Let's talk a bit about platelets because um, we've talked about how platelets is worth their weight in gold. Um, How important is it? How many platelet donors do you need? Do you have enough? Yeah, we need about 20 platelet donors per day in order to keep up with the demand at these Utah hospitals. And the platelet donors are worth their weight in gold. And the reason for that is because is the donation process takes a lot longer, so there's a bigger commitment. Mm-hmm. And what so, in, in terms of, of donating platelets versus blood, it affects us differently, our body, right? Even though it takes more time. Talk to us just a little bit about the process of donating platelets. So donating platelets is um, where they'll, they will take the blood clotting factor, which is the platelets, out of your blood and then return your red blood cells back to you. So the, the upside to that is you'll not, you have less of a uh, side effects with platelet donation. Like if you were sluggish or tired from donating blood, you probably wouldn't be with platelets because you'd get all of your red blood cells returned back to you. Mm-hmm. The only downside is it takes a little bit longer, but you get to watch a movie while you donate, you get to eat snacks, and you get to get pampered. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're like so. me, you're typically in your house a lot more because of the pandemic. This is a wonderful reason to get out of the house, right, and watch right. a movie and save a life at the same time. Right. So the hardest part about donating playlists is deciding what movie you're going to watch. <laughs> is it a 45-minute to an hour? How long is donating or hour and a half? Don't, yeah. So donating platelets typically takes about 90 minutes. We like the donors to prepare and plan for two hours okay. of their time. Which is enough time to watch a movie. Having flown on airplanes, sometimes my choices are limited by how short that flight is. So a two-hour donation of platelets should give you plenty of time to watch yeah. the movie. And we have a great selection, too. Another question I had, the role of platelets in helping patients that are at the hospitals, what type of patients are looking or needing platelets? Because you said you have about, you need at least 20 platelet donors a day to keep up with the demand at the hospitals. So platelets are used for patients that are 
having organ transplants, traumas, bone marrow transplants, that type of thing, um, burn victims. Mm. They use its platelets are the blood cells that help control the bleeding. So they collect at the site of the damaged blood vessel and help form a clot. So patients that have issues with that would would need platelets. And it's usually like organ transplant, or more transplant, cancer patients, traumas. How often can we donate platelets? You can donate platelets every 10 days. That's a, that's another um, great thing about our platelet donors. Is they can donate more frequently than you can blood. If you donate whole blood, it's a 56-day wait period. If you donate platelets, it's only a 10-day wait period. Wow. So the platelet donors can come in and earn the reward store points more frequently and get really awesome gift cards. (laughs) (laughs) So when you see people leave ARUP blood services with a really big smile, (laughs) you know that they just collected a lot of points for donating platelets. So donating blood every 56 days, donating platelets every 10 days. So that's the frequency. Is there a reminder program that ARUP blood services uses to help us those who want to become regular blood donors or those who only intermittently donate to know that, oh, it's a good time, you're now... We do. Mm-hmm. So once you become a donor with ARUP Blood Services, we'll remind you of your next eligibility date. In addition to that, we have some really awesome recruiters, telephone recruiters, who are going to call you after your donation has been used and let you know we used your blood yesterday at one of these hospitals to save a life. Mm. So you'll know right away when, you'll know on the day that your blood was actually used. Do you get reports regularly or daily from the hospitals letting you know what their needs are for the different blood types and or we platelets? We do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they actually do send us uh, a daily email. They tell us about specific needs and usage that happened the day before and where the inventory levels are at. So if there was a huge trauma the day before, they will let us know about that. So in other words, when we say huge trauma, maybe a complicated car crash where there are multiple individuals who were hurt, severely hurt. Okay. In fact, we had a patient come in that required dozens of units of blood. My goodness. So if you have someone who's really fighting for their life, they are going really, to yeah. potentially requiring much more blood. And I don't know, you know, the specifics of that patient. I wouldn't be able to tell you that anyway, but right. the usage has been quite large for the past couple of days. Mm. And you, so we, your goal to have at least 20 individuals coming in to the research park or Sandy location to donate platelets, about how many people do you need each day to donate blood? We need 75 donors every day. That's a lot of donors. I mean, that's a lot of people. (laughs) (laughs) And if you think about that, one donation can save up to three lives. So, I mean... It doesn't seem like you would the blood usage should be that high, but it really is. I mean, one in three of us, one in three individuals is going to need blood at one point in time in their life. If you haven't personally needed a blood transfusion or, or, or needed blood in your lifetime, you know somebody that has. Mm-hmm. And that brings it home, right? The one in yeah. three. So we're donating and what comes around kind of goes around, paying it forward because at some point someone else's donation will be right there for us or for a loved one or a fam, a close family 
friend, how has, we talked a bit about it, again, for those who just joined us, Jennifer Haycock of ARUP Blood Services, lots of information at utahblood.org. They are in um, vital need of more blood donors going regularly or intermittently, but right now we need to reach out to ARUP Blood Services and donate blood either at the Research Park location, which is not too far from Utah Zoo, or the, the Sandy location, which is just off of I-15. How has COVID changed the way we donate at ARUP? It's changed it. We've noticed a decrease in blood drives because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. People don't want to do that because of the lower gatherings of people. And so we've had a big decrease in blood drives. And because and because of that, we need a lot more in-center donations. And coming in-center to donate is very safe. We're making sure that there's separation between donors, all of our staff are wearing masks, we're wiping down the beds and the equipment after every use, and we're asking that our donors also wear masks. So it's very safe and easy to come into the center and donate. And if we've had COVID testing, is that part of the questionnaire um, occurs? If we've had COVID, can we donate blood? If you've had COVID, you can donate blood as long as you are fully recovered. We don't test for the COVID. We just ask that you be well and healthy and you have no symptoms of any kind of illness when you donate in order to protect the safety of the blood supply. Jennifer, I don't know how long you've been with ARUP Blood Services. After you joined ARUP Blood Services, what were some of the things that you were really struck by when it comes to the balance between those of us who donate blood and then the need for that blood coming from the hospitals. It, it really seems like it's such an important symbiotic relationship. It, it really is. And I've been with ARUP for a number of years. And one of the things that it, it kind of hits home for me because I was a transfusion recipient. And so I've been there on the other side of the needing the blood part. And so getting donors to come in, I have, I'm one of those, I'm the one in three. <laughs> so... So I know how important it is, and I did that. It was years ago when I, you know, when I had my son that I needed a blood transfusion, and it was a life-saving blood transfusion, so I understand the importance of that. And I think when you have someone close to you and you, or you have had that experience yourself, you understand the importance. So for me, being here and working with ARUP has a very, very big meaning to me. And I can understand that because every time most of us go to a hospital here in Utah, we're not thinking, I hope that they have blood if that's what I need. I hope that they have, we're just counting on it. But what we're counting on is the goodness of people to continue to donate blood throughout the year to make sure that blood is available. Right. And until it hits home for you, sometimes people don't realize just how important it is. But it is. It's very important. Jennifer Haycock of ARUP Blood Services. We've talked about how your blood donations are needed at both the Sandy and Research Park location. ARUP Blood Services is open seven days a week, and you can make appointments at utahblood.org. They need all blood types right now. And in particular, before I let you go, Jennifer, let's just hit it one more time. You have specific specific hours set up for the we Labor do. Day weekend. Go ahead. Yeah, so we're, we will be here that weekend, 
be Friday, September 4th. Yes, 7.30 to 2.30 p.m., taking platelet donations until 1.30. Same thing on Monday. And then Saturday and Sunday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., taking platelet donations until 2 p.m. Give us a call. Give us a call. Set up an appointment. We're at 584-5272, area code 801. Say that phone number again for us, Jennifer. 801-584-5272. Wonderful. And again, any questions you have about donating blood, you can call that number. You can get the information online as well at utahblood.org. Jennifer Haycock, thank you for joining us today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. A gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts.